All right, welcome everybody to episode one of a brand new podcast called Lessons from the Office. My name is Randy Deneen. I am the Assistant Director of Industry Connections for the College of Arts and Sciences at The Ohio State University. I'll let my co-host introduce himself to. Hey, I'm Bruce, and I am the Marketing Manager for the College of Arts and Sciences Center for Career and Professional Success. So we're both in roles that uh, help students uh, prepare for their lifetime of opportunity, and uh, we also are big fans of The Office. So we thought we'd... Uh, explore some lessons from the office. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And just this being episode one of our podcast, we're going to start with episode one of the office and we are going to take a a little bit of a dive into each episode of the office and, and pick out a scene specifically from each episode that we really think we can dive into and touch upon when it comes to maybe something that a college student can do to better prepare themselves for their career. Um, we know as Office super fans, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a fan of The Office too. You know there are a lot of things we can pick, but we're just going to focus on one each episode. And what we're going to do is follow along with each episode of The Office. So as I said, we're going to start with episode one. So Bruce, you want to give us a summary of the episode? Yeah, so episode one uh, was really uh, the pilot episode, and it was really kind of an introduction to all of the characters. Uh, So we got to meet Michael Scott, we got to meet Dwight and Jim, Pam, but we got to meet all the main players and and get to know them just a little bit and really see some of their interactions. And it's pretty clear right off the bat that Michael Scott is an atypical branch manager. He's uh, often saying things that he shouldn't. He's doing things that he shouldn't. Uh, He's not a strong leader. uh, And he's basically at work to have fun. Um, So he's, uh, he's not what you would look for in a leader. Uh, and it's it's pretty apparent. Um, they also introduced the concept of how the show is going to be run. So there's a, a documentary crew there getting to know about the Dunder Mifflin paper company. So that's really what The Office is all about. Um, there's a lot of smaller interactions throughout the episodes that kind of give you a feel for each character and then their personality. Uh, but we're going to focus on one wildly inappropriate uh, interaction that happened towards the end of the episode between Michael Scott and Pam Beasley and also Ryan the Temp was involved. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad, Bruce, that you pointed out about Michael's, I guess we'll call it leadership style or lack thereof, because it definitely is atypical throughout this episode being that it was a pilot. You saw, I guess, numerous interactions where you can tell that he wants people so desperately to like him Um, He's always trying to be the funny guy. He's always trying to be, I guess I'll call it hip, but he's tragically unhip. But he does everything for a laugh. Every bit, everything that he does seems to be to try to elicit some sort of response from people. And you mentioned the temp, Ryan Howard. This was episode one of The Office. This was his first day in The Office. And very quickly, and for those of you that are fans of the series, you know Michael's affection, I guess I will call it. And that's probably an understatement for Ryan. So what he's trying to do right off the bat is impress Ryan. And we're going to take a look very specifically at a scene toward the end of the episode. So if you're following along, if you've seen this episode, or if you want to pull it up while we're talking about this, the timestamp for this is right around 18 minutes and 10 seconds. So we go into a scene in Michael's office. So Michael and Ryan are in there. And Michael is attempting, again, to impress Ryan. So he calls Pam into the office. And one of the themes very early on in season one was the idea of downsizing. So as a paper company, they were struggling a little bit. There was talks right from the get-go of possible downsizing, people losing their jobs, some of the branches of Dunder Mifflin closing. So as Michael calls Pam into the office. He has her sit down and he starts to explain to her that because of the downsizing, 
he needs to let her go. So in this scene, Michael is fake firing Pam. Um, He's going on and on saying that it's an easy cut for him because she's being accused of stealing office supplies to which she takes um, great umbrage saying that, you know, what is a, what is a paper clip cost? What is a post-it note cost? But Michael said, it's really easy because of this. He's able to fire her and because she was stealing, he doesn't even have to give her any sort of severance. Michael thinks this is great. He thinks it's hilarious pulling this prank on her. He's looking at Ryan who is absolutely mortified after just meeting Michael probably mere hours ago and then Michael is pulling something like this. So as Michael looks back at Pam, he very quickly realizes this prank has gone awry because she is in tears. She is just beside herself. At that point, I think Michael realizes what he did was wrong um, and starts to laugh and says, ha ha, you've, you've been punked. So we're really dating ourselves here as he uses that <laughs> reference of being punked. But very quickly, he realizes what he did was wrong, starts to laugh, explains to Pam that it was all just a prank. Ha ha, so funny. Um, to which Pam reacts and essentially just calls Michael a jerk and storms out of the office. And and with that, that little scene ends. And that's kind of maybe where our conversation will pick up here as we look at some of the, the things that maybe everyone could have done differently in that scene. Pam's reaction was definitely understandable and some would even say justified. Others might say it was unprofessional, but this whole situation was unprofessional. So it leads to a good discussion, which is what we're going to do now. One of the things that we wanted to do was tie uh, these situations to career competencies, career readiness competencies. Um, We are both members of an organization called NACE, which stands for the National Association of Colleges and Employers. Um, And it's really a coming together of these two worlds to help each entity better understand how they can support uh, students that are about to enter the workforce. Uh, So it's a really cool organization, and they've identified a couple key competencies uh, that employers are looking for from students. One of the competencies is professionalism, and that is a competency that we could probably focus on for every single episode of The Office. Uh, So (laughs) I'm just going to kind of ignore that one uh, for our purposes. Um, And we already did a lot of talking about leadership, but that is one of the competencies uh, that Nate identifies. So Uh, A student with strong leadership skills is really good about identifying strengths in others. A leader is really strong with emotional intelligence. They can identify how an employee is feeling. Uh, They can motivate employees. They can be organized. They know what to prioritize and what to delegate. So in this example, uh, Michael is not displaying good leadership skills. He's not displaying emotional intelligence. He is trying to relate to his employees as peers rather than as a leader. So he's not leading them by example. He's not demonstrating best practices. And then another competency is critical thinking that NACE identifies as employers wanting to have. And, And this is a great example of not thinking critically. Before he started the joke, Michael could have said, hey, you know, it would be funny And if he had thought through it critically, he might have realized that Pam wouldn't think it was funny. His employee wouldn't think it was funny. And he could have also uh, identified the potential for legal action. If she had stormed out of the room before he had been able to identify what he was doing as a joke, um, she might have really thought she was fired. And that could have snowballed into a bigger issue than than it was. Michael didn't demonstrate critical thinking, and he definitely didn't demonstrate leadership. Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100% with both of those. If you think about leadership, we've already said it in this uh, in this episode here, there are so many examples where Michael's leadership and critical thinking is just off the charts horrendous. Uh, he is a people pleaser and he is also 
always wanting to be the center of attention. And as a leader, that's probably not the absolute best thing for you to be. Yes, you want to lead and you want to be out front, but everybody does not have to be your best friend. You need to lead from a different level. And that is as a supervisor, not trying to be buddy-buddy with every one of your employees. Being a leader as well is not fake firing someone just to get a laugh out of a out of a temp who's just on their first day of the job. So if Michael would have just taken a few minutes to critically think about any of this interaction, any part of it, I think he would have quickly realized that, like you said, Bruce, not a, not a good way to go. Yeah, but let's think about this from uh, their perspective. So we've already kind of talked about Michael's perspective. He's a people pleaser. He wants people to like him. He wants to have fun. But what about Pam's perspective? Yeah, that's an interesting one. I, You know, you said it her reaction and her action, I think was justifiable in that case that she did react very emotionally to it because she realized, haha, this was a joke, but it was not a funny joke at all. So again, I think if you think about critical thinking, probably what she could have done in that moment was just take a beat, take a deep breath and realize Michael was making a joke. It was a terrible, horrible joke that fell like a flat balloon, like a lead balloon, whatever you want to say. But this is episode one of The Office. We are assuming, though, that Pam has worked with Michael for a little bit of time. So she probably realizes that, that he does these types of things all the time. So she maybe, if she took a step back and was able to take the emotion out of it for just, you know, a few seconds, could have maybe realized that this was just a fast one that Michael was trying to pull over on her. So the other thing that I was thinking about is Ryan, who's sitting there, an unwilling participant in this joke. Uh, As we've already said, it's his first day. He doesn't really know anybody. He doesn't know uh, the dynamics. Uh, This is his first time meeting Michael, interacting with Michael. What would have been a good way for Ryan to respond as he saw this starting to play out? In in the scene, he kind of sat there quietly, and occasionally he would shake his head at Pam like, this isn't really happening. Uh, but what could he have done differently? Yeah, what, you know, when I went back and watched this episode, that was the one thing that I don't think I picked up on the you know other twenty five times I've seen the pilot was as I as I started to look at this scene more critically, it was the reaction from Ryan, and I tried to put myself in his shoes and think about what I would have done. So, a you are just a temp, so you have no idea how long you were going to be at this job. It could have been a day, it could have been a week, it could have been a month. Um, That's how temp agencies work. So if you're Ryan sitting there, all you're probably trying to do is get to the end of the day, get to the end of whenever this temp job would be over. So my guess is that he is thinking, wow, I can't believe I'm in this situation to begin with. I'm just going to sit here and not do anything and shake my head in disgust. But probably what he could have done if he would have had maybe some more of those leadership skills that You mentioned Bruce, and that also we know if you've seen the office moving forward, he does aspire to be a leader. Um, Maybe a schemer is a better word, but certainly he has some some leadership aspirations. So what he could have done, which again would have been very difficult for him being that it was his first few hours at a brand new location, is really step up into that leadership role or some of the qualities of a leader. And from the get-go, just stop Michael from doing this joke altogether Or if he couldn't do that, maybe even apologize to Pam or say something instead of just sitting there shaking his head or even looking away like he wants nothing to do with the situation at all. 
So as we both know, uh, The Office has plenty of scenarios that are going to be fun to explore from a career preparation standpoint and from a career management standpoint. So this has been a lot of fun, Randy, and I look forward to talking with you on our next episode, which will cover episode two. Absolutely. Thanks, Bruce. It was good having you along, and we'll see you next time on Lessons from The Office. I know what you were doing there. What if we got kazoos and did <laughs> kazoo version of The Office? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. If, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know how to play kazoo, kazoo, but I guess I do. Yeah.